0: can't even get through it i can't even get through it Noah. ah welcome to the illogically sound podcast where noah arnold and myself jacob donald better talk about something and then something else happens i think is what happens right that, now that's that right? roughly
1: the idea of this podcast ah, yeah
0: this is a bad start we should never record it at like 7 40 <laughs> in the morning again
1: for the record it's 7 39
0: oh sure whatever but the one day we one of the days we don't have astronomy class first hour you're like All right, we're gonna record a podcast. (laughs) Well, you work all the time. I mean, I know I work all the time, but whatever. Noah, tell us our quote. What are we it.
1: (laughs) Also, we're in person. If people can't tell,
0: yeah. Noah, it's good to see Noah.
1: Yeah, it's good to see you too, Ben. How are you? (laughs) I am well. How are you? Well. Great. So our quote. (laughs) So our quote comes from the book Dune by frank herbert from like 1965 or something sci-fi classic read it if you have it um the quote goes <clears throat> how is that written in the books the, the the clearing of the throat part sure it's a lot of like ch's and then kind of a <clears throat> you know i think they use some greek letters in there <laughs> i don't Maybe even a... know what noise <laughs> came right from the back of the nose. I really hope we've turned off a lot of listeners already. Sure, yeah.
0: That was like a snore on command. That was pretty good. Thanks. I tried. Mm.
1: Okay. So our quote goes, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain
0: it's really long
1: yep uh so we're probably just gonna focus on like the first couple of sentences there like uh i must not fear fear is the mind killer that's like the big one that people remember from the book so sure yeah nobody else remember nobody remembers the rest of it Mm. except stephen colbert i guess because he's the biggest nerd in the world
0: i thought you were saying he was in the book and i was like okay
1: no i guess like all the people in the book or not all the people in the book but you know it's like a it's a classic benedict saying or something sure (laughs) I understand exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the Bene Gesserit are like a pseudo religious shadow government. It's pretty good.
0: Topic for another podcast <laughs> now. Alright, I want you I want you to uh imagine Dragons. I want you to imagine um little Jacob Donald bitter in a swimming pool on okay. one of those like little platform things. Okay. Uh like for like the level one kids. Sure. Imagine me like two or three years older than all the other kids and me saying this quote to myself because (laughs) I don't want to jump in the water at all. Because that was like the picture in my head I got of me like saying this to myself to psych myself up before I go into the water because I've been afraid of swimming for a long time. I guess I'm not like afraid of it now, but just like I don't like to do the swimming. Sure. Like I always remember back in the place where I was born, we did swimming lessons for the first time and I would not, I would not leave the edge of the pool. And my like instructor would have to like drag me out into the middle (laughs) of it. Like you have to do, like I would be kicking and screaming. Like you have to do some of these instructions. Your parents parents are paying for this. My parents were so mad at me. (laughs) I do level one, three times. It was so bad. I didn't get past like level four and that took a while. So, I don't know. That's that's where my
1: mind went with the whole fear aspect of it. I don't know where yours was um, thinking about. I it. went I also went back to to little Noah and I was just thinking about so I always hated uh public speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody a lot of people hate public speaking. Sure. It's apparently like the number 1 fear in America over death. So that's pretty good. <laughs> people would rather die than uh mm-hmm. be up in front of people. Yeah. And then die. So um, we always had like a forensics night at our school. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were always forced to do something. And the one that always comes to my mind was like little like, was I in like fifth grade or something? Somewhere around that age. Mm -hmm. And it was like the night before. It must have been after fifth grade. Because that was when my mom was teaching at our school. Because we just kind of like stayed after school the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm until the uh, yeah we stayed until the um until the forensics night sure uh and i remember like the whole time i was like there's this one table that i was just kind of hiding in I'm like not gonna do this like i'm not gonna nobody's gonna make me do this mm. i'm staying here i cried for a little bit probably yeah you,
0: you cried under the table oh
1: yeah definitely
0: dude that was me in my grade school too <laughs> i cried under my desk once because i didn't have a ruler in my desk Um, and we needed them for math, but nobody had a ruler in their desk. We all had to like get up and go get them. (laughs) But I just like, I don't have a ruler in my desk and I just, I just shut down. I just like, I can't do this. I don't know. I don't know how to operate. (laughs) So I just hid under my desk and cried. I was a very sensitive child. Oh yeah. No, save
1: (laughs) that. I remember there was one time I started crying because I, what was it? This is like first grade. Uh, I was drawing something when I was focusing real hard, and I guess I didn't notice. Like, you know, when your mouth hangs open just a little bit, you start, like, just kind of salivating around the edges of your mouth, and Mm -hmm. you're not paying attention at all, and then you, like, drip one. Yeah, it dripped, like, do you not know this? Is this not a thing that people do? I usually keep my mouth shut most of the time, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like to let the flies Uh, in. (laughs) (laughs) They need a home, too. Most people eat eight spiders in their sleep every year or something, which is probably false. Bad joke counter up to eight to this episode already. <laughs> I like to I, I like know. to give the spiders a home. All those spiders that people don't like to eat, you know. Um anyways. <laughs> so anyway, so like I like drooled just a little bit on my paper and I just started bawling like I went off. And uh yeah, no, that was rough. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mrs. Lear, but
0: yeah, I always was concerned kids would make fun of my middle name because it was Donald and, you know, Donald Duck, the classic sure children's character
1: that people know. Can we say that? Can we say that without getting sued? Bleed Duck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, <laughs> I don't
0: think anybody ever did. I think it was just one of those things that was just like solidified in my mind, like the whole drowning in the water thing. Hmm. I don't know if that was a fear more than I was just super hypersensitive to some stuff like that
1: i wonder if that's why you always do everything with your middle name now because you've just kind of owned it at this point oh yeah no it's totally who i am
0: i don't do sure. everything some people i don't sign my emails to like that <laughs> because
1: i'm like they probably don't wouldn't understand but sure do you think it comes off as like cause i mean to me i'm just like oh it's jacob donald better like mm-hmm. that's that's who he is but do you think it comes off as like i don't know Pretentious to some people That you use your middle name I, I mean know. it could But if they ask me about it I just don't care i just like It's a good middle name
0: I like it I It like is a solid middle name I like who I'm named after So Yeah
1: mm-hmm. You and your brother Both have very solid names And I would love to say it On this podcast But mm-hmm. I know uh, He, he our, listens He knows
0: My brother listens? Yeah He didn't tell me that
1: <laughs> Oh he's <laughs> talked to me about it it's like you maybe ever...
0: mentioned it Once at home <laughs> hmm. No, our parents did a really good job naming us kids,
1: yeah. in my opinion. So. No, they did a very solid job. Mm. Very strong names. I don't know your sister's middle name, so I can't really say. But we can talk about that after the podcast.
0: No, mm. oh, obviously. I like my parents, mm-hmm. and I
1: like my name. It's yeah, pretty good. and I think that about wraps it up for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. But going off of the names thing, though, mm. apparently my dad was very... I guess not adamant enough uh, that one of us is going to be named Steve. <laughs> this is like, this is a big thing. Steve. for him. Yeah. I don't remember exactly the reasons I know one, like a, it was like a little bit after Steve Iserman, famous hockey boy. And then there was some other reason in there too. But my mom was very adamantly against Steve. So uh, as you know, uh, and that's the listeners now know none of us are Steve. Hmm which i don't i think she had like a bad experience with some steves back in school or something no, like, and it's yeah. like that's the
0: worst thing when you have like a solid name
1: and then it's ruined because mm. of one person oh for sure no i i've definitely thought it like i like there are certain people i'm like i would never be able to name my kid that because like, i always think about this person exactly and, I, and it doesn't even have, i guess it doesn't even have to be a bad memory
0: but it's mm. just like it's just so attached to this one person that it'd be hard to like separate that oh yeah i bet I mean, if you get used to it or like then all of a sudden it's your kid's name. Mm-hmm. But no, that would be hard for the yeah. first couple of years to not hate your child.
1: <laughs> that's what it's most important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do, because I, the, the name is when it sticks.
1: That's how they know. That's how they know to hate themselves when you hate their name. How do you, Okay. How do you feel about naming your kid after yourself? Like, you know, a Jacob Donald Bitter the second.
0: Um, I guess I think that I, it's not like I'm yearning for like this one child to be named after myself. I, cause I, mm. I feel like that just lends itself to either like favoritism or like you have to like live up to this reputation. Mm. Like it can't. Like in my mind, it can. So I don't wouldn't want to put that on my child. I guess not that other people feel that way, but I just feel like there's a lot of other good names. Like, my brother has a good name, my dad has a good name, mm. my uncles have good names, my aunts have good names, sister, etc. So, there's lots of... Better clients full of good names. We did a pretty good job. <laughs> because I had a lot of say in it. Um,
1: <laughs> so, I don't know, how do you feel about it? Uh, I don't know. Do you it, yearn for an heir like that? Uh, I don't. I think it would be weird. Because I already find it weird calling other people Noah. Like, that was one of the biggest things that threw me in high school. We had three other Noahs in our class and now I know like twelve. So it's it's gotten less weird. Mm. But yeah. And <laughs> there were um what was it? Were you you weren't in my Old Testament section freshman year, were you? Tenth hour? Yeah, that was. Oh, okay. So yeah, you remember that there were uh, unless th- you were with a teacher other than Yeah, I I'd, I'd tutor for yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was, uh, I was about to say, like, a bunch of other names of people that were in that class. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there were, like, th- including myself, there were three Noahs. And then so he'd be like, Noah, read, you know, Genesis 6 or whatever. Oh,
0: and our teacher's name was Noah, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a little bit rough for us. We almost had all four Noahs. In that class, but then the other Noah had he had the same hour Old Testament, but a different teacher. I wish we could have gotten him to like switch over. That would have been great. Been really funny,
0: and making learning people so much easier.
1: <laughs> I
0: probably would have started calling random people Noah because I would have probably been like right fifty percent of the time. Yeah, I feel like it would make me
1: uncomfortable calling my child Noah. What if, would you call him, Junior? Then. <laughs> I think would you ju- do a second Junior would is you? funny uh, just because every time I think of Junior I imagine uh, have you seen Indiana Jones 3 The Last Crusade oh with Sean Connery yeah yeah yeah. and he keeps calling Harrison Ford Junior mm-hmm. that's funny That's re- like that's what I always think of when I sure. think of calling a kid <laughs> Junior I'd probably call him two <laughs> the big deuce numero dos but there's a there's a the fourth on our cross-country team oh sure yeah and i'm like yikes dude that's a lot to live up to like you have to have a kid and he has to be a guy and he has to be of the four, of the fifth
0: i mean you got a pretty good track record at that point mm-hmm. so
1: i mean i don't i don't doubt it. he's a good kid but mm. yeah it's like yeah it, it it feels like it puts this like weird like he probably doesn't feel it because it's normal yeah but hmm. did you have any other did you have any further thoughts on the on the quote there did you have any yeah no um
0: the other thing this song made me think of was this uh the chorus of this song by uh Jason Isbell who Jason Isbell and the 400 unit i think that's what it's called never heard of him uh my dad got into them a couple years ago and i think he's all right i think he's good and one of his songs is called be afraid and the chorus is be afraid be very afraid okay but do it anyway (laughs) and i think that's just kind of like underscores what bravery is because i don't because i think someone said it like that essentially that uh bravery is not not being afraid of something it's
1: being afraid and pushing through that fear anyways Hmm. i like that yeah and i guess that that kind of goes along with the the quote like what fear is the little death that Brings total obliteration yeah. or whatever, oh. which is like it's a very like all of that's a very like strange way of saying it. But when it's supposed to be like a semi-religious maxim, then I mm. guess. But yeah, I was like thinking about the the quote and like that. It's like, yeah, it, it, I mean, it kind of is. It's like, you know, fear is the one thing that'll that'll keep anybody from doing anything. Yeah. But you've got to let like, you have to push past that to do whatever. Oh, no,
0: fear is really good at crippling you from wanting to do mm-hmm. just anything that I don't know, puts a challenge in your way. I wrote it in my phone as fear cripples, which is like a good remembrance when it's Mm -hmm. noun-verb. When it's verb-noun, fear cripples, imperative, it's a lot more funny. (laughs) I read that. I was reading my notes this morning, and I read it as fear cripples.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> it, took me, it took me way too long to get that. Like there was a solid. I gotta leave that. I gotta leave whatever dead space was there in. Cause that was, I had to process that for. I was like, wait, he just said the same thing again. What is he? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. No, well, that was me like looking at what I had written about this last night and be like, what does this mean? <laughs> but yeah no that's a good point point. and plus like I and mean, what kind of came to my mind now was like michael phelps doing a whatever and doing his swimming in the doing in the pool swim. like yeah. it's like okay Sk- it's like like that's cool because it's michael phelps and he's fast and whatever mm-hmm. but it's more Im- like it's more impressive when you've got like this kid who's terrified of water and he gets in and he like actually does it for whatever even if he's kind of screaming the whole time yeah
0: like like that's like, both are cool moments, but it's really cool for that
1: kid to, like, get mm. over that obstacle. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that Michael Phelps is brave for getting in the water, but... Unless he's still scared of it to this <laughs> day. That's why he swims so fast. You <laughs> know, just to, get out to get, of the get w- out.
0: out of the water.
1: <laughs> There's no better motivation yeah. than mm-hmm. being terrified of the water.
0: Well, I'll tell you about my little experience with something like that. Because, you know, I've obviously revealed I was... Not been a big fan of water. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also not been a big fan of heights. Sure. Just for... Even now, like, just makes me super uncomfortable to be up high and, like, leaning over the edge of something and, like, look into the ground. Like, if I'm not... Don't feel like I'm tethered in or, like, holding on really tight, I get, get, like, the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. And, like, that's bad for me. So, when we went to Noah's Ark Water Park... Okay. You know that one? Yeah, yeah. There's one... Of the slides, that's not very popular, but it's just essentially this big drop, like I don't know, hundred some feet in the air, mm-hmm. and that would that it terrified me. Oh no, kidding! Um, but then, like, I went. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this, and I went on it. I was scared, and I went down, and it was honestly the best one I'd done all day. And it was just like super, like super fun to be like dropping in the air like that, plummeting free yeah, fall. Yeah, no, it just was like super fun, and that was like the one I went on the most that day. Because like, I don't know, I was probably part of that getting over that fear that mm. just made it that more enjoyable, much more enjoyable for me.
1: Oh, so. yeah, for sure. For sure. I guess similar experience. Like I, I can kind of like pinpoint the moment when I stopped like hating public speaking as much. Like I still mm-hmm. didn't, I, I'm still not the biggest fan of it, even though I'm going to be a teacher and here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, That's more private speaking, I guess, too. Yeah. It's like, it's a bunch of kids. Like, like they have to be there, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like a bunch of adults that chose to be there, and now you're going to disappoint them if you don't say the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, you guys want to buy, buy this pen? <laughs> it's a really, really good
0: pen. <laughs> you think we would be Ooh. like a traveling salesman? Just for pens, yeah. Okay, or sure. A big seminar for pens. Or like those people in the, uh, the grocery store
1: who do little demonstrations. Have you ever seen those people? Um, I can only think of like the uh, little like, sample people who are always very nice. Um. So yeah. So
0: I went to a store in Milwaukee, and they were giving. They were trying to sell blenders. Okay. Um. They're like, "Hey, if you want a free item, come down to aisle whatever." So we all go over there, and they're doing this demonstration, and they hand out like f- free like paring knives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. If you like, watch the presentation. I um, mean essentially, right. this person does their blender demonstration, and they have like a plant in the audience. Be like. Yeah, normal blenders are like ninety nine <laughs> ninety nine. dollars you know, like, like, Well, they only got like 1,300 rotations per minute. I like the idea that... This and is I a, imagine that like, you would be the salesperson and I would be the plant. You'd be like, the... Hey! It's like heckling, but not. Yeah. I have pencil lead that often breaks. <laughs> if only there was a way to remedy this situation.
1: Do I have the solution for you? Mm. Introducing... The pen, the ballpoint pen, <laughs> revolutionary innovation. Yeah, yeah, a hundred years in the making or whatever. Mm. It's the same. I'm just selling like big pens, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with them like the big part
0: sharpied off, so they're just like these are na- these are unlicensed. On <laughs> just the B sharpied yeah. off, ick pen, ick, <laughs> yeah. and like the little like logo of the guy. As like the head is like colored out too so it's just like a body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not that well colored out either cuz they're like you know they're like those they're just the cheap ones the clear pens that you get in like a oh, yeah. pack of 50 for $2 mm. or something and you lose them and, and they then, don't work half the time yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. Ah. Those are awful pens. <laughs> but they're cheap. Yeah. You were saying something before. Um oh yeah, uh the moment when I like started hating uh, public speaking, less public speaking. Yes,
0: we're gonna leave that in. Yeah, I'm just gonna, let's hang it. For, let it let it hang for a moment. Ready? Public speaking.
1: That's, uh, that's, yeah. that's a good hang. That's a good hang. So it was my eighth grade year, I think. Same forensics night. Well, I guess you know, three years later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a friend and I the same did. Day the who's on first bit for forensics night if you have if okay first off if you don't know what the who's on first bit is how uh but second i'll put a link in the in the uh the show notes to to go watch like the actual abbott and Castello bit because it's very funny
0: yeah it's pretty funny um, even today
1: and yeah we had a we had a good time with it i think the parents enjoyed it it's all it's all kind of a blur but that was like I was like, oh, I did something on stage and I didn't like pee my pants the whole time. This is you know, maybe, maybe I don't hate it as much. Uh and then but the the best part about it was there were like some kindergartners or whatever. Yeah. That would I, I went to a very small school, by the way, so like everybody knew each other. It was like fifty kids. sure, And so like these kindergartners would come up to us like there was like one in particular who would like run up to me and just say hey who's on first third base and then run away <laughs> it's like well clearly he enjoyed it yeah because everybody else was laughing but also he doesn't understand <laughs> <laughs> and that that touched my heart i don't remember that kid's name i probably should but it's also been like that's pretty wholesome though eight years that was eight years ago Yikes. yeah it's
0: weird to think like we're the same distance from
1: like eighth grade now that we were in like first grade or something like that Ooh. See, seeing the span of time from first grade to eighth grade feels like an eternity oh yes mm-hmm. and then now it's like, it's yeah, like it's wow.
0: Like, oh i guess i'm finishing college this year
1: yeah geez well you're finishing college this year that's why i said i yeah i thought it was the royal i mm-hmm. meaning mm-hmm. the the plural i <laughs> The we perhaps? Yeah. The we (laughs) I. Are you referencing something? No, not at all. (laughs) Just filling the space. (laughs) As opposed to the we you, you know, the we I. It's just for me. The police siren. Yeah, that one too. Bad joke counter up to 16, (laughs) I think. Should we put an actual bad joke? No, that would take me too long to count all the bad jokes. Also, I'm not sure what are bad jokes and what aren't. If we tell them, they're bad jokes. Noah, that's fair. Oh, what was the terrible joke? I made a just a really bad joke the other day. What was it? Probably relies on too much context for me to tell now.
0: Yeah, and it's okay to leave it there.
1: Now. Oh, here's something though. So, yesterday, uh, this will tell you a little bit about our family. Uh, yesterday, coming back from donating plasma, and we passed a. Uh, I donate plasma with like two other people, and we passed a garage sale and there was a sign that said garage sale. I'm like, Oh, a garage garage!" not thinking about it. <laughs> and then they gave me a look and I was like, uh, Oh, that's right. That's are
0: these people you're friends with or are these people, you know, these
1: are people. These people are my friends. Okay. They're good friends. I think they listen. Yeah. They listen. Sure. Yeah. One of them got very, I'll talk about that in a minute, but, uh, remind me to come back to this. One of them had some thoughts on, two podcasts ago yeah garage siraj garage siraj so i don't know where my sister got this if she made it up or if it's from one of her friends or whatever but she'll call what is it like yard sales Is a yard sard or a yale sale <laughs> and then a, an ex, and then extension of that garage sale garage siraj or rummage sale rummage summage <laughs> and so yeah and then we spent like a whole day or not a whole day, a whole afternoon uh, garage siraging <laughs> this summer. So yeah. I heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that. My sister mm-hmm. also listens. <laughs> Hello. Um, when I when you said garage sirage,
0: my first thought was like a hobo's fancy meal or something like that. <laughs> like imagine like a deconstructed, like chipotle burrito but filled with stuff you find in the garbage
1: isn't a deconstructed burrito just a burrito bowl don't don't patronize me they're bad jokes no they're
0: not good jokes
1: (laughs) (laughs) or is a deconstructed burrito like when you take a bite out of the end of burrito and like everything else spills out the end (laughs) Do they have to do that to make the garage sriracha? They have to make the regular burrito and the, then take a bite and then.
0: If that if that happens to you and like everything falls out the back of the burrito, do you still have to eat the tortilla? I still do. Do because you like? I like the tortillas. as a wet like yeah. empty burrito or tortilla. Yes, dude. It's bold. I, is it? You might as well just get a bowl. I, honestly, I think a bowl in like almost in every context is a better deal. I like the
1: tortilla, that's the problem.
0: Well then change tortilla for tortilla chips and then you got like a solution. But
1: tortilla
0: tortilla chips.
1: It's good to see you now. <laughs> Can't do stuff like this online. Um, but <laughs> tortilla chips are tortilla chips are hard. I like the soft shell. I think okay, controversial point. Soft shells are better than hard shells. That's not that controversial. I think it just
0: completes it a lot better. You, I think, a good crunch in a Mexican-style folded meal, okay, is good. That's enchiladas, burritos, all those sorts of things. A little sure, crunch sure. factor is good and often needed. But I wouldn't. I think you do still need that soft, fluffy flour tortilla on the outside mm. to hold everything together. Oh yeah, for maintain sure. Maintain balance of everything.
1: A couple of years ago now, my mom. So this is probably longer ago. Maybe it was when I was in grade school. I don't know. My mom taught me this trick. And it's... Just, I mean, it's just a... Um,
0: is this a how t- to fold
1: tortillas? No, no, no. It's, it's just... Because I need help. <laughs> I have no idea, man. I always... Whenever we have, like, the burrito stuff uh, in the cafeteria, like, I fill my tortilla way too much, and then I fold it over. I'm like, the ends barely touch. Well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> uh, but no, I, too, have never learned. The... And it's basically just, it's just a Taco Bravo from Taco John's, but I'd never been to Taco John's before. So I was like, mind blown. So it's just, so you have a soft shell tortilla, Mm. right? And then you, this is Taco John's little secret. Don't, don't tell them that I told you. Um, Did you work at Taco John's? No. My mom did though, for a while. And so, yeah. So yeah, it's soft shell tortilla. Cover it in refried beans. Just a thin layer. Just enough. Mm -hmm. And then you fold that. Over a hard shell. And then you put all your stuff inside that. So like the soft shell helps hold everything together. Mm-hmm. Also, another pro tip, put the cheese down on the hard shell before you put on the meat. And that also helps hold it together because it all kind of melts into it.
0: In the soft shell, all things hold together. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Another pro tip for tortillas, <laughs> um, for people, for probably the four people who don't know this, because I didn't learn it until high school, it's when you put your tortillas in the microwave with like damp paper towels in between them and then it like like these are like the tortillas from the package so sure, they're sure. all a little like dry or whatever mm-hmm. if you put them in there it like fluffs them up a little bit really um yeah just for like 15 seconds 15 20 seconds hmm. um just like reconstitutes is that a cooking word potentially but, uh, not, not used in the right way of course i don't cook um, cuz it's obviously wrong if i'm saying it um but like it 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 helps like Get that, like, nice, fluffy tortilla taste you're looking for, and it doesn't, like, make it all crazy, like, wet and, like, soggy either. So.
1: Well, now there's only three people in the world that don't know Mm -hmm. that. No, I... I, Honestly,
0: a couple summers ago when I lived uh, at home for the summer, Mm -hmm. I've been staying up here uh, recent summers, but... Often for lunch, I'd make egg burritos because like it's easy to put eggs in like a cooker thing and put it in the microwave. Sure. Um, and then I also do the thing with uh, tortilla as well as getting other stuff ready, mm-hmm. um, and that just like stepped up my like burrito game that much. Burrito game went from here to here. I still can't. I still can't make them to a point where they they won't, or they that they will shut appropriately. Sure. I really struggle with that. Because we have burrito and taco stuff here, mm. let's turn into the burrito taco <laughs> podcast. Um, but uh, we have little small tortillas here. And They're I can, real
1: small. I can never get the proportion right. No, it's like because you want like a full scoop of everything, and yeah. then it's like, oh, this is a mountain. Mm. Also, what I do is I put the
0: tortilla down, and then I put sour cream, salsa, guacamole on, and then mix it all together with a spoon, so it's all evenly distributed mm. across the the tacos
1: so it's not like you just get clumps or whatever everything sure yeah um, i just i pack all the sour cream at the end like yeah because yeah, like, well. then it then it feels like a real taco bell <laughs> but i well i would if i knew how to fold like i have no idea how to fold please somebody tweet at us how to don't tweet a video at us tweet at mm. us the steps to folding i uh, think a the burrito. number one
0: step is get a bigger tortilla that, than yeah. you think you need because like imagine the ones that like a Qdoba mm. or, um, at chipotle they're big tortillas yeah i know because they have to fill those like fetus sized little like burrito burrito things in the in the aluminum foil they're huge man i've never heard it's like eating a like it's like eating a little child it's like we're like from that 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 irish story who wrote that irish story where they're
1: like oh Oh, we gotta be eating the uh, kids john swift who wrote um what was it uh a modest proposal yes Mm. I yeah. was going to say a common solution. So <laughs> <laughs> a difference, really. 8.16 a.m. <laughs> that was like, I okay, I really enjoyed reading that. I thought it was really funny. No, it's... There it, were some people in our class that were mortified. Yeah, it's incredibly funny. It's satire at its prime. Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny Swift. We need, mm. more, we need
0: more like fun problems like that to solve. You know, like hunger and starvation. The yeah. Things
1: like everyone can get behind. Yeah. So then we can get more funny satire just for that reason. I and mean, I think we have those things that people get behind. It's just people don't satirize yeah. them as much. Because you can't satirize things anymore. No. You no, know, Comedy's dead or whatever, All
0: people right. are saying. Mm. But look where we are, Noah. Yeah, we're In here. In the basement of the library <laughs> where nobody can hear
1: us. <laughs> but then, everyone can hear us. do 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 i appreciate what you're doing there uh for the listeners he tried to like go back and forth across the mic but little does he know it's all gonna be mono in the end mm-hmm. i knew full well what was <laughs> maybe one day we'll make a special asmr episode
0: with those do you need special mics for that
1: um you want something that can be directional like the way that this records it records us each into like the left and right Mm -hmm. and then you make them all together in the end yeah so if we wanted to we could put both of these mics right next to each other and then float between them maybe I don't know that that won't work probably but it it wouldn't be terribly hard I don't think to Mm -hmm. do that but just kind of like go up the mic and just (sighs) hey How's it going?
0: Literally nobody wants us to do that, Noah. I don't want to hear myself like that. You don't want to hear yourself
1: like that. You don't want other people to hear yourself like that. I'll probably cut the cut the lip smacking there because I don't think I <laughs> do. Yeah. I don't want somebody to like drive off. I don't want anyone to swerve off the road and discuss. <laughs> oh, but so I was thinking about. Um, so one of the people that I donate plasma with, mm. uh, she had a very like we had a very large problem with it two episodes ago where we talked about the country song oh yeah and it it's funny like I didn't realize that I was saying such controversial things and then I got not like real death threats but like joking threats of violence uh I like how the, I, I do appreciate that they're all directed at you and I have heard none of this oh yeah I think it's because I'm more vocal about our podcast in general but well that and you also had all the controversial opinions <laughs> that's also true but, you know, she's like no it's supposed to be like about uh like you know enjoying the simple things in life and whatever and i'm like i get that mm-hmm. however <laughs> i'm gonna take this in the worst way possible
0: mm-hmm. well you had to listen to it all summer right
1: yeah yeah it was like anytime that country was on on the radio it was like three times a day it was
0: rough well i always i remember always hearing uh, that like that pain in a wall Buy a goat, like <laughs> rob Steal a bank. A man. <laughs> Eat a goat. Like yeah, that one song. Like, can't we all get along? Yeah, that one. Yeah, get along or whatever. Yeah, it's called Get Along. Yeah, I was a Johnny, get, al- get Along. Get al- yeah, Get Along, little dog, get a short, short little dog, like that. <laughs> that song. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Twenty-four. Maybe that's our podcast, t- our episode title is the number of bad jokes at the end. <laughs> I count jokes in base eight. So. Yeah, I noticed. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying we've only made. No, wait. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you were doing. <laughs> it took me way too long to figure that out. Speaking of bases, I watched a video that's like, that's a very interesting video about how base six is pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a number in base six that's nifty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really it. I just wanted to bring up the number. <laughs> no, the word nifty. Yeah, nifty seven th- is it? Piv- I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna
0: pivot ninety degrees to like music or something like that. Oh no, no. I'm just talking about number bases now. I don't think about n- number bases most days. Yeah. And I think I might keep it that way, Noah. That's typically a good rule of thumb. I remember doing something with it like in fourth grade. We were like, here's how the Babylonians used to count. Here's how the
1: Egyptians used to count. Because the Babylonians had 60 fingers, so it was very easy for them.
0: <laughs> Where would the extra fingers <laughs> go?
1: If you had extra fingers, I imagine they just kind of crawl their way up your I arms. I know, and then you
0: can like, like,
1: encapsulate things with your like arm fingers (laughs) centipede arms Mm -hmm. (laughs) well not quite you'd have like 30 fingers on each arm
0: would it make climbing easier do you think (laughs) potentially but it would also
1: make shirts more difficult i'd
0: imagine they'd all be like those cool shirts i think these shirts are really cool with the thumb holes (laughs) but it's just got like 60 thumb yeah, so you got to like put it on the right, like the right way or else you're like, oh man, I missed a hole, you know, with you're the like, buttons, gosh, yeah, but, yeah. like
1: with finger holes for 15 fingers per side. Uh, imagine when you put your, like you, you're like 10 fingers down and you put one in the wrong hole uh. and then you got to change them all. Mm. Oh. Babylonian <laughs> problems, man.
0: <laughs> That's why everyone just wore tunics.
1: Yeah. Mm. Made it so much easier. No sleeves, no problem.
0: Yeah, once we lost all those extra fingers, everything just became so much easier. When do you think we lost those fingers? I don't know when did Babylon fall. Well, this is—is uh, is this proto Babylon or is this the Chaldeans? Um, this is uh
1: probably proto Babylon. Mm, yeah. So yeah. a while ago. And that's okay. Yeah. And did just the Babylonians have those extra fingers, or did everybody else also have those extra fingers?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm. Okay. Man. Just imagine, <laughs> imagine Moses raising his arms over the Red Sea. He's I just get, got a bunch of like,
0: well, I make it so much easier. You just attach a bunch of like fishing wire to all the fingers, and then you could probably just pull it
1: apart at that point. <laughs> Is it? Are they all thumbs? Because th- I'm kind of imagining all thumbs. I'm imagining all like f- like three jointed fingers. Oh sure. So like. I guess yeah. A little if you, more if thin bones, like it wouldn't quite be able to. Depending on where it is, and how thick your arms are. Yeah, probably have to change up the radius in the ulna too. If it like, like I'm imagining, they stop at about the elbow. Um,
0: We're on the same page with this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you, like you wouldn't be able to have a regular radius in ulna because your hand is made out of like a lot of fingers.
0: Your hand is made up of a lot of fingers. Are you talking like now? I think you're talking now. Are you re- Okay, I'm going to think I'm going to try to I'm guessing what you're referring to is like all your your carpals and metacarpals and stuff are all long and like spindly. Like those are little fingers. Yeah, that's And your kind phalanges of- are like kind of like long little straight bones. Yeah, that's
1: kind of what I was talking about. It was just Bones. We should record at eight in the morning more mm-hmm. often or eight thirty or whatever much time. Much more it unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the standards are so much lower at eight in the
1: morning. <laughs> People have probably turned off the finger talk at this point.
0: If you want to pivot to music Whoa. like I thought you were gonna do like three minutes ago. Um, um I've just I was just watching something the other day. This is it. Okay. I was watching something the other day. It was this trombone player. How many fingers did he have? <laughs> I couldn't count
1: them. all. <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: Um, and it was this trombone player who like was playing like two notes at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, did he have two trombones? No, he had one trombone, and like he was like they were playing like overtones or whatever um, with the trombone. And then, like eventually he got up, he like was playing three notes at the same time on one. Tr- I don't know. He's like this really prolific trombone player. But it was really cool, because um, and it wasn't just like, oh, he's playing an octave above. He was playing like, mm. a, I guess it's not technically a chord if it's less than three, but like it was like, equivalent of like what a fifth would be, but like, sure, an octave and a half apart or something like that. Wacky. So like, yeah, no, it's, it was really cool, and it's like obviously he sounded really nice because he's like a cool musician or whatever. You're gonna have to send me that video.
1: Oh, well, It's yeah, it's, I need to watch that. No, it's and it's really short, so like we can just throw it in the show notes. That's wacky. I could barely play like one note when I played trumpet. I can't imagine trying to play overtones on a trombone. Yeah, no. I uh while I was
0: in middle school I played percussion, so I didn't have to do hardly any of that blowing stuff. Nice. Um except when I was tuning timpanies during the middle of the concert. And, and you'd be, go I'd be really quiet about it about <laughs> <laughs> But there was a uh, one like three week period during our eighth grade year. Where They're all like, mm-hmm. Hey, we always do this for the sixth graders. I mean, I remember this happening. Uh, they brought all the like the sixth grade band, one of the sixth grade bands in when the eighth grade band was playing, and then they'd play a song, and we're like, Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. It sounded okay. And then, mm-hmm. like, actually, all these people in these sectionals are in different parts. So, like, I would like, I played a trumpet for that song, like those songs we were playing, and like oh, yeah. other like other like flutes played tuba or whatever. Sure. Um, so Oh, there was just like a yeah that small little period where we got to like learn a different instrument for like three weeks. Nice. So I learned how to play a little bit of trumpet. Don't remember any of it. Oh, neither do I. I took lessons, but band was a good time, man. Yeah. I don't regret giving it up, but I know so much, quote unquote, so much <laughs> percussion stuff. Though it's just so it's fun to like be able to play stuff for choir now. Sure. One time, one of the songs I played in like seventh or eighth grade, I played the triangle. And I had one note. It was the last note of the song, so I was just back there like vibing the whole time to the song, sure. and then just getting ready for
1: my my one note executed flawlessly. No band in high school. I only did band in. No, we had band in grade. We if you could call it band, there were like six people. <laughs> Again, very six, small ten. school. Six, I graduated ten. with two other people in grade school. Um, we have for band in high school. I did it for like two years. Um, and I was third trumpet the whole time so yeah we had a we had too many trumpets but b I wasn't good mm. so uh it was really nice to just kind of I won't say not show up because I showed up for class I guess like not mentally show up sure <laughs> we'd goof around a lot for so when you have like
0: first second third chair uh, like trumpet and stuff are you playing different parts like you're playing like you'd be singing different voice parts
1: yeah yeah so like, yeah there were sometimes what? there were three trumpet parts typically there were only two so like twos and threes we get lumped together sure would would you guys get harder parts then no I we'd see. get the easier parts sure third trumpet gets the easy parts.
0: okay we're bad <laughs> i was gonna say i like i didn't know if it was like first trumpet gets like like the big melody or whatever and like the second third get like the the harmony part yeah so and then the third like, trumpet gets the <laughs> so i was gonna say like do you just punish the people who are bad by giving them like hard parts to, so
1: that they get better I don't think we had harder parts, but I also never really saw the yeah. first trumpet music, so I don't know. Maybe they did. <laughs> I've also
0: never seen the number one on my trumpet music, so. Yeah. Hmm. No, I just, I've, ne- I've never known that. Because I was never. Sure. I was in band, but I never did
1: that. Yeah. Like, it was always like. You didn't uh, have, like, first, trumpet, second, third, third and Well, I'll play the moragas. I like to imagine that there are. There's one band where there are too many percussion people, um, but they can't say no to anybody. So each person gets their own timpani. Oh, <laughs> well, so it's like handbells, but yeah. for timpani. <laughs> that sounds awful, but also kind of fun. Or it's like drumline or whatever,
0: but like, obviously it'll be a little more fun because you can actually play music. Drumline. Yeah. yeah. You know, when the old people have drums and they like drum in a line. I don't know. When you say drumline, and all I can think of is the like the marching band people, or like they have all those cool like some of the guys have like four drums, and they got the whole like oh sure no yeah, yeah I know what you're talking and about. Now. A lot of people just have snare drums because they're bad mm-hmm. or good. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're just really Actually, good at. They're that. probably pretty good. Yeah, I was never good enough to like
1: be good at percussion. Sure, I was good enough to show up. That's good. Mm-hmm. See, you said drumline though, and all I can think of was that meme with the guy where he does the. He's oh. got like 50 drums in a line and he does the Hawaii 50 like yeah. That's a good video. We definitely played the Hawaii 50 theme for band. Oh yeah. We mm-hmm. didn't do it well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Uh Pep band was rough or whatever we called it. It was it was just the regular band, but we all showed up. The band. Yeah. Sir. Except I didn't have the time. <laughs> So I was like, I don't really want to go to the football games. Oh, Actually, yeah. well, freshman year, I freshman year I would have. Freshman year I went to a few football games, which is very surprising.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Good for you. Noah.
1: I guess it was me trying to fit in, and then I realized, oh yeah, I don't like football. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, no offense to you, but taking, really not taken. Yeah. So. When are we going to start our football podcast where you explain everything about football to me and I make bad jokes the whole time? Um. Maybe we, if we ever get to 10,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we shut down this podcast. Yeah.
0: And then we go all football podcasts all the time. Sure.
1: I'll we'll just do a quote by like John Madden or something like that. Mm. My dad watches a lot of like sports TV, not like sports. I mean, he does. He watches a lot of sports as well. Mm. Um, go Detroit or whatever. But. I don't. I don't really watch much sports. My dad and he does like a lot of the the sports TV and whatever, sure. and like Dan Patrick or whatever. Holy cow! I can't stand Dan Patrick. Yeah, yeah. And I've told this to my dad too, so he he knows. Sure. But like Dan Patrick, holy cow! I don't know why I don't like him so much, sure. but there's there's something about the way he talks and what? the way he holds himself. It's just like stop. Just please stop. What network talking. is he on? Um. Espen, probably. I just have to see a picture. Yeah. Sorry.
0: No, that's fine.
1: Is he old? Um, Yes.
0: <laughs> I guess that doesn't narrow it down for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you know my brother was on ESPN? Was he really? Yes. Back in, oh, this was like 2004, four, five, maybe 2006. They did this 50 in 50 Okay. Segment on ESPN where they went to all 50 states in 50 days, really? Because um, it and because there were different sports things going on, and, and they accidentally stole
1: your brother and dragged him along for the
0: whole thing. Well, no, <laughs> but there was like the regional little league baseball tournament or something. Okay, going on um, in one of the towns relatively close to where I was um, growing up, and they sent they were sending people out there. I think they sent like Steve Levy out there, like he was when he was really new. Okay. I think that's who that is. That's a name I don't recognize. Sure. He's a guy who does announcing for ESPN. Or maybe okay. that one point. And they were just like, you know, or they like, they cut to them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or like they're just talking to the microphone for the segment or whatever. And my brother and I were there because we knew this 50-50 for thing was happening. Sure. And we're like, we can just go and see like the hullabaloo. Yeah. Um, And my brother and I were playing catch and I threw him the ball and it went past him. And he ran, and he got it, and for about half a second, you could see him grabbing the ball on ESPN.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like in the background, yeah. Or like, is it, like, or like were they like a, filming him specifically? Steve Lee, Steve
0: Lee was talking. Oh shit! Sure. And like, they're like cameras trained at him, and probably kind of blurry in the background. You could totally see where we were throwing the baseball, mm. and a kid reaching down and grabbing a baseball <laughs> for like half a second. I'm pretty sure that happened. I got interviewed at that thing for uh, the local news, though, huh? um, because the the ESPN thing was happening sure. where I was living. And they're like, what do you like about ESPN? And I was like, I like seeing my favorite players or something
1: like that. Yeah.
0: And I was really young. And I was nice. really proud of that moment. That's
1: good. I think I was, I was on the news once in grade school. It was... last uh, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please help. No. Uh, we were at... We were just like at Target doing school shopping, mm-hmm. and this guy came up to us. He's like, hey, we're doing the news or whatever. You want to talk about the news? I'm like, hey. and we're like, all yeah. right, I guess. <laughs> we're doing the news. Come out to our van. <laughs> like that? No, no. We were we stayed in the store the whole time. Sure. My mom was there. Yeah, because you can't just talk to unaccompanied kids. No, nope. uh, And they didn't talk to me either. They filmed us for a little bit. Mm. And then it was basically like, hey, do you think that, uh, like, that our state should have, like some states do like uh, a tax-free day or whatever for school shopping like mm-hmm. do you think our stage should have that my mom's kind of like yeah you know that that'd be pretty nice and that was it that was really the <laughs> that was the spot yeah i was like okay it's like did you really need to interview people for that like like of course a tax-free day would be nice <laughs> but, do people like taxes but then oh, i remember coming home and i'd be like ah, we're gonna be on the news or whatever ah. <laughs> that's when you developed your radio voice <laughs> That's when I knew I wanted to do TV mm-hmm. and then because I was told I had a face because... for radio and I was like, all right.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, because then you don't have to be in front of anybody when you talk to people mm. about stuff. Yeah.
1: That's like gets rid of the whole public part of public speaking, I guess. It's just us having a conversation and then I post it to the internet and some people listen to it. That's what I should have said at the beginning. <laughs> that'll Not be our,
0: whatever I did. That'll be our new tag for the podcast. Well, now I forgot it. So say it again. Uh, Getting yeah.
1: ingrained in my brain. I'll listen you back. Let us then, down yeah, no. uh, we're having a conversation and then I post it to the internet, I think. And then people listen to it? Sometimes. Is that what
0: happens? Is that what we're doing? People How? listen to this? Uh,
1: according to Anchor, maybe they're making up numbers. But
0: I hear Anchor's doing well.
1: Yeah, they got we, like bought by Spotify or something a while ago.
0: Yeah, I heard like Ads for them on other places. I was like,
1: really? I was like, we use that for podcasting. That's 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 me. We were ahead I of do that ahead of the curve. no we were in some senses. I had so much trouble getting like Spotify analytics on there. Really? Yeah, like I to because I own our podcast or whatever. Like I, I didn't want to do the thing where you want to have this fight here. No. <laughs> I didn't want to do the thing where Anchor like automatically distributes our podcast everywhere because that made me uncomfortable. So. I manually distributed it to a lot of places and fun fact the link on our on our website to the Google Podcasts app whatever is wrong and is broken and it doesn't work uh, and I can't change it so I need to talk to somebody do you want do you want to talk to me about it uh I I mean I just did I don't know how to do that <laughs> yeah no I need to talk to anchor about it so yeah, for whatever reason they won't let me change like I put it in and hit enter. And then I was like, oh no, this doesn't work. Because they had a I don't know. I have to talk about Something happened. Yeah. Sure. But shoot, I had a thought. Hmm. Where was it? We were talking about public speaking. Talking about public speaking. We were talking about um oh, face for radio. That reminds me of my my favorite insult from my grandpa. Like he didn't insult me, yeah. But it was like I don't know if he got it from somewhere. Or if this was something he made up, but it was it's so it's very mean, but it's also very funny. And it's what is it? She looks like somebody lit her face on fire and tried to put it out with a chain. (laughs) Which is like it's so mean, but also and then he'd do like a little like he'd do like a little whip thing after they go uh i love my grandpa rest in peace
0: now the best one i'd ever heard was like uh it was like this guy who had like five o'clock shadow Mm. um and like a big mouth with big teeth and someone said they looked like uh like a donkey wearing a jeff goldblum (laughs) mask (laughs) Super on point. <laughs> I <laughs> can imagine
1: I that. <laughs> That's good. Mm. That's really good. Oh. Holy cow.
0: <sighs> I get I get a good kick out of that every time I hear it.
1: <laughs> See, the problem with little quips like that is I don't remember any of the ones that I've done ever. Oh, yeah. None of the funny ones anyway.
0: Yeah. I maybe
1: remember. No. No, I'm not funny. I no. <laughs> Um, That's why people listen to us, to make themselves feel better, because we're yeah. not funny.
0: No, yeah. It's like,
1: man, I've got it better than these guys.
0: You know, I could, <laughs> it could be much worse. I could be trying to make it on the internet.
1: <laughs> Are we trying to make it on the internet? Audible, please sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> please, please, please. That is, okay. So, Anchor has, like, a thing mm-hmm. where you can get sponsorships like through them or whatever and i've definitely thought about doing that but also like i don't know if i want to put ads in our podcast like do i want to sell out like that
0: how much money would we make (laughs) probably none None. because like it depends on how many like listens we get to and stuff
1: yeah and it's probably all it's probably all about click through too yeah
0: that's true oh then we yeah then we really do have to sell it like like please click on this like those people that you're like why do they do this like
1: Save 20% people. by using our code on HelloFresh. Use the code, hey, stop buying food for <laughs> 80% off your third order, I guess. We're not sponsored by HelloFresh. Don't use the code. Well, actually, you could try it. I kind of hope it works. What did I say it was? Don't buy food. Don't buy food. <laughs> buy, buy no more food. Yeah. Food is gone. It's gone. All hail food. Yeah. Hello food. The <laughs> password is asceticism.
0: <laughs> Getting rid of all your worldly possessions. Yes. That's the plan, Noah. Yeah. Live in a field by yourself. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Imperative. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Uh
1: I could... Have you ever thought about that? that? Just like, could I live on my own in the wilderness? You know, like when the world collapses? Sure. I've definitely thought about it, and uh, I don't have to think too long because I know I wouldn't make it. (laughs) I plan on not making it. Do you have that plan as well? Um, If... If it comes down to okay, if there's like nuclear warfare, or we something. we talked about this. Earlier, I know, right? I know, we have. But if, and I, I might have said this on the first episode mm-hmm. too. But if it's nuclear warfare, I want it. I want that nuke to land straight on me. I do not want to deal with that.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there's just so much better stuff waiting for me that I'm okay with not be, not sticking around too long.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's a if it's the difference between uh, heaven and you know hanging out with some like mutant rats. For like fifteen years yeah. and then going to heaven. i I think i choose the the former.
0: I think I have one more question for you.
1: Oh sure. Um just give me a sec. Okay. Oh. Um, I just want you to talk to you about the That's what it. <laughs>
0: sorry i just want you to talk to me about dune about dune the book dune dune the book dune soon to be made into the movie dune
1: 2021 dune okay well i've never seen the movie dune the david lynch sure david lynch yeah because it's apparently bad and then there's like a series that sci-fi did i think sure or the history channel maybe (laughs) because they do stuff (laughs) like that uh in like 2001 which apparently people enjoy uh, but Denis Villeneuve uh, is doing. <laughs> I think that's that's pretty close to how you pronounce his name. Whatever. Uh, the guy that did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, mm-hmm. fantastic movie, and other things that I haven't seen. I think he did Sicario, which I've heard is good.
0: I've heard that's good too. Uh, I liked twenty forty nine, and I even, hadn't even seen the first Blade Runner, mm-hmm. so
1: yeah, first Blade Runner is good too. A little bit. I I will fall asleep during it, but. Yeah, no, they're it's slow good. movies. Yeah. And that, ah, oh, the uh, the Vangelis soundtrack. Ooh, such a good soundtrack. In any case, they're coming out with a new Dune. Uh, and then one of our friends from high school uh, was talking to me a little bit about Dune. And so I was like, you know what? I should finally get around to reading Dune because it's like the, people call it like the greatest sci-fi novel ever written or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's crazy and it's epic and it's like, it's like the Lord of the Rings of sci-fi or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, first chapter I was like, uh, there's so much. It is like, it's like hitting you with a sack of bricks. Sure. Because you're like, what is this? Who are these people? Who's talking? What? Why is one of them just named Paul? <laughs> everybody has got a funky name, except for Paul. Like there's, there's. Uh, I'm going to probably going to butcher the pronunciation of all of these names, but there's like uh, Liet Kynes and there's Stilgar and there's Chani uh, and then there's Paul, (laughs) (laughs) the main character Paul Atreides. (laughs) Well, he has got to be relatable. Yeah, I guess. But no, I don't know. What do you want me to say about Dune? It was a good book. I would recommend it. Not to everybody because it's like 600 pages and thick, but sure.
0: Like, I don't know. Oh, I'm a young, impressionable teen looking for a new book to get into. Like, what's so cool about this one? Besides, obviously, it's the Lord of the Rings of sci-fi.
1: Uh, it's just... It's massive what scale. What it be do? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of... A, it's a coming-of-age story, I guess, for Paul. And he comes of age very quickly. Uh, through a, a set of circumstances that I will not describe. Uh, because spoilers. But it is just... Yeah. Massive scale. And this man, he spent, I think Frank Herbert spent five years like working on the ecology of the planet Dune or Arrakis is also what they call it. It's the technical name, but everybody's calls it Dune because it's a big old sand planet. Like he spent five years working out the ecology because you wouldn't think there's much to it, but there's a lot and it really plays into the book. Also, if you read the book, just a heads up, there's like four appendices and a glossary in the back. Don't read them before the book. Read those after, because they definitely have spoilers for the book. Like, I didn't know this. So, like, first chapter in, I was like, I kept flipping, I kept like referring to the glossary. I'm like, what's this? What's that? Mm -hmm. Maybe this is what the glossary's for. Maybe they're not going to explain any of this. And I just have to, but no, they, most of it they explain in the book. And there were definitely some things that I was like, oh, that's supposed to be a big reveal. I already know this. Hmm. Hmm. But no, yeah, really, really fun book. Really, really dense. It's not something you're just going to like, breeze through in an afternoon sure it's
0: a is it a little bit more of a thinker
1: just a bit there's a lot of like which i'm very curious how Denny's going to do this as a movie because there's a lot of kind of uh, cerebral stuff like looking at like people's thoughts about you know because the, there's like there's politics and there's religion and there's whatever mm. and this takes place like thousands of years in the future or something hmm. but there's a lot of like looking at people's minds and them being like, Hmm. So he did this thing and what does that mean? And why is he doing that? And maybe I think this and yeah, but it's like, it's like a super developed world and stuff. Oh yes. It's very, like very, yeah. Unlike our D and D world that I'm making up on the spot. This man spent a lot of time (laughs) developing this. (laughs) And like robots don't exist. That's an interesting thing. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Like there's, there's interstellar travel, there's no computers, there's no robots, um, because hmm. like a thousand years before the books happened or something, there was like this computer robot uprising. There's a robot war. Um, and then they're like, no robots. None of them. None of them ever again. Not even like on the ship? Yep. No robots. I'm not going to ask, ask why or how. Um,
0: sounds pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, no. So the idea is that, like, and then they made it like a part of their religion to the religion in dune is wacky but then they they're like there's now like a like a verse in their in their bible or whatever that's like thou shalt not make like a computer in the image of a man or something or hmm. or a machine in the image of a man i don't know but yeah so now how they get around with everything is spice so spice is basically like this a magic drug. yeah it's this magic drug that's only found on arrakis Um, which is the only reason anybody goes there is because like in the spice trade's huge because spice allows uh there are these guys mentats who are basically human computers uh who use the spice to like enhance their brain capabilities and they can make like crazy calculations Mm. crazy quickly but it's not like it's not like they're just doing math it's like they're seeing it's almost like augmented reality sort of thing a little bit it's almost like they're getting like premonitions but not quite that's more the space people the guys that run the spaceships they get very like minor premonitions so they can see they can see into the future a little bit and that's how they navigate through Mm -hmm. space which is pretty cool and then yeah so like if you want magic superpowers spice but some people don't get the spice superpowers um you have to be like a certain kind of person yeah there's also, like, there's also eugenics in the book, which is very interesting. Um, You're they talk about... really interested in eugenics, huh? Well, it's like, like... As a person. I have to be very careful about how I word this. I am interested in <laughs> eugenics from the standpoint of everybody before World War II was very interested in eugenics. And then after World War II, they're like, oh, that's right. This is the logical conclusion of... Uh, of eugenics you have to choose something that's superior to everything else and then get rid of the rest which is not a good thing but they do the so like i was i mentioned like right up top the bened jeserate this like yeah this pseudo-religious shadow government whatever mm-hmm. they have this whole like super long like long con plan to bring about what they call the Quizatz Hatarach. Which is like it translates to the shortening of the way, which is it's this it's a person who is it's so all the Bene Gesserit are women. Um, except you know a lot about
0: Bene Gesserit for someone who says they're just a secret shadow
1: organization. You learn a lot. Also, there's a couple of things in the appendices and whatever. And then, well, they're not like they're not secret, but they're like, imagine. Have you seen Avatar: The Last Airbender, the show? Just like part of the first season okay never mind this was in the second season the daili for anyone who's listening who has they're kind of like the daili but so like it's like people know who they are it's just nobody like understands their motives and everybody's a little bit suspicious of them all of the time sure. but they have so much power that they're they can kind of do whatever they want mm-hmm. and so they've got this whole like yeah selective breeding program to bring about this quiz who is supposed to be, like, you know, like I said, all the Bene Gesserit are women, except this Kwisatz Haderach is going to be a man who can, who can like pass the Gamjabar test of humanity and whatever. There's so much in this book. Like, if I were to try to explain, I'll, you might as well just read it.
0: Well, yeah, I was going to say, if people want to read it, no, where could they find something like this? Uh, the library, the local library. because like your Audible blog. <laughs> Sorry, use, audible Psychological <laughs> use Audible code. conclusion.
1: Um, use Audible code. Please read Dune to get 50% off Dune. Dune, 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 Dune. <laughs> yeah, Dune. Dune, yeah, really good book. Um, took me like a month to finish it because I'm a slow reader and also school. But would absolutely recommend if you're into like, like cool sci-fi things. That's cool. I should find some way to wrap this up. More. Yeah, I feel like I had another thought about the quote, and I just can't remember it because I didn't write notes this time. Uh, Naughty. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's how it goes. That do be the do sometimes.
0: <laughs> doobie dooby doo. Where are you? be dooby dooby. I guess that's it. Do you think the guy from Dune was afraid? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy from do- like. That's uh was he very afraid? That's that was the other thing I was gonna bring up. Is that so like the, the fear is the mind killer thing being a quote from Dune, like that comes up a lot mm-hmm. is this idea of you have to kind of conquer your fears and you have to pass through them or whatever and only you will remain or something because that's how like you you have to like shut that down so that you can sit down and so that you can analyze and you can because there like I said, there's a lot of like cerebral like analyzing like a faint within a faint within a faint kind of stuff, which is another quote from the book. Cause it's like everybody like trying to trick the, like trying to one up the next person and whatever, Mm -hmm. like thinking 16 moves ahead, but also Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot and I might have to reread it to like get it all. Sure. But also it would be a hassle to reread. And there's like five more books. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's five more that Frank made. And then his son made a few more, but apparently they're not as good. Yeah. So, well, I guess if it's not all in your head, then yeah, it's hard to, to like replicate something like that. Yeah. No, it's I I cannot imagine the kind of notes this man had. Right. Yeah. Or like you hear you hear about some of the stuff that uh, Tolkien had for Lord of the Rings. It's nuts. And some of his earlier drafts were like way different too. Mm-hmm. He. Or it's like, yeah,
0: like at some point you just develop this place that doesn't mm-hmm. exist and all this stuff can legitimately happen. So you have to like figure out what is actually going on. Oh, I yeah. imagine you go through that being our dungeon master a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, that's, yeah, trying to figure out what is going on in the world around you. I mean, with d and I can kind of make it up a little bit more as we go, like based on what you guys do and mm-hmm. stuff. Or like there's like
0: there's intentional points of like, canon story that you have to work around mm-hmm. but like with the like a book it's it's like a sandbox like oh you yeah just have to figure out like all this stuff can happen all is different
1: than all this stuff that is going to happen yeah
0: i mean apparently
1: something that tolkien did when he was writing lord of the rings is he would he would write until he got to a problem that he wasn't sure how to solve he'd you know take some time to figure out how to solve the problem and then he would start from the beginning again and write everything again. And then until he came to the next problem, like apparently that's something he did. I don't know uh, if that was like, yeah, which is, I'm, I'm going to put a link down in the show notes to uh, Matthew Colville video where he talks about this. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you know Matthew Colville? Yeah, no, I, li- I like his stuff a lot. Yeah. He, a, he does a lot of
0: great D and D stuff. No, he's a very smart guy. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. We talked about the, yeah, I do yeah, no, He's the,
0: very like mm. cerebral
1: intentional and very, easy to listen to Mm -hmm. yeah he's got a good video about dune and apparently he's making more videos about dune supposedly but he only posts like once a month so (laughs) you know cool guy though Mm -hmm. very cool guy uh yeah it's yeah it's crazy how some of these people come up with this stuff and then there's then there's harry potter (laughs) and i've got a lot of thoughts on harry potter but maybe we should save that for another podcast before i make uh before i make some people far more angry uh though I will say right up top I do enjoy Harry Potter. I read them a lot as a kid. They're good books. However, there are issues. I will make everybody who likes Harry Potter
0: mad. Um I've read books one, two, three, six, and seven. Okay. And I've seen all the movies. So More. Okay. And those are more canon to me
1: than the books. <laughs> so you skipped four and five five is very long and i'll be honest a little bit dull like there's it, five is harry potter and the teen angst that's what five is mm-hmm. and then four the goblet of fire stuff is pretty cool it doesn't make any sense sure because why would you allow children to fight dragons <laughs> i was planning on reading them when i was down in south
0: america and then they got all stalled up Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, they they got stolen. That along with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <sighs> I've heard that's really good. My dad's. I was trying I to get was reading to it, and it was really good. <laughs> I was I was actually really disapp- more disappointed about those, or mm. that one. All right, last question. Okay. Noah, bit. I don't know. Tell me your biggest fear. My biggest fear currently, like, like not just, oh, being
1: oh. up really high. <sighs> my biggest fear am i gonna put this out on the podcast i don't uh, uh
0: mm. would you I like gonna,
1: me to go first i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna you can die with the, that can you, can, i can, think i'm can gonna go keep like, this one to myself can you go top two three then <laughs> um
0: geez because you know we all label our fears one two three
1: yeah mm. <laughs> top three fears number one um I can tell you mine. I think, I think I'm think i going to hold back because I don't sure. want to. This is. Yeah. I feel like this is too personal for the podcast. Sure. That's fine. I'll tell you mine
0: right now. Okay. Um, I think what my one of my biggest fears is uh, just not being fulfilled in sure. my life. Like doing something worthwhile and feeling like I'm just like a dog around a track or something like mm-hmm. that. Just like doing something for no reason. um because I feel like there's so much like important and meaningful work in the world that can be done but you kind of like you have to find it sure a little bit you have to like you have to, and you have to put in work to do it um mm-hmm. but I think if I'm not able to do something I really care about for the if I like my life isn't filled with things like that like and there's up times where it's up and up and down a little bit more but if I'm not feeling like what i'm doing is gonna be worthwhile then i think i feel like with my life would kind of be a failure a little bit um and i feel like it's hard to bounce back from that sure
1: no i get that yeah that is something that that is something that i've thought about with like coming here to college to be a teacher like my honestly my biggest regret about high school is not really looking at too many options for college Sure, because I, I do think about that sometimes it's like hmm what if I don't like this? What if like, when I'm out there teaching, like I hate this mm-hmm. and I don't think I'm doing anything good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to hate it, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things that's just kind of been sitting in the back of my mind. It's like, you know, what, like what, what would my backup plan be? Answer. Hey, if we both like drop out, why don't you just become like welders? <laughs> underwater welders or just regular welders? You know, I'm scared of water. <laughs> <laughs> I can weld underwater. You can weld over water. Yeah. You know, I'm scared of air. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what fear is? It's the mind killer. The we're little death a, that brings uh, total uh, obliteration, etc. etc. Et et et
0: <laughs> There's we to put a bow on it and
1: Yeah. Now we've now that we've wrapped that up, uh I guess. Shoot, I didn't write it down. <sighs> Are we gonna have to make this up again? <laughs> yeah. It's at Il- Okay, so a crash takeoff and
0: a crash landing. <laughs> yes.
1: How do you do a crash takeoff? Is it where you pull up the the landing gear before you actually take off, so you're just kind of skidding along the runway for a little yeah. bit, or like you pull up and
0: you're like the tail part of the plane just like hits the ground? <laughs> you pull up too far to just. <laughs> yeah,
1: so we're on Twitter, I think, at uh, Ill Podcast. Uh, I e- think it. E- I think it's wrong every time. Email at Ill I think it's at Ill Sound Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The link will be in the show notes in case i got it wrong um our email is illogically sound podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email we've gotten a couple uh not too many though mostly notifications from anchor saying hey uh we're changing our terms of service or something i'm like all right i guess um is that is that how we end the show yeah i feel like we always end the show by questioning how we end the show is that going to be our thing from now I on? I guess. I guess. It's only been a month, too. Like, a month and a half? Two months? Yeah, we've been on a roll recently. Yeah. It's very, yeah. I mean, if we're going to get to 10 by May. Yeah, we got we to gotta try. Hashtag 10 by May. <laughs> get it trending. Get it trending, yeah. Get it trending on Instagram where we don't have Instagram. <laughs> I have it. Do you have Instagram? No. I've mm-hmm. been
0: on Instagram since high school. Hmm. I don't. I mean, I, I never would post I mean, so that's like fair. it's not worth like I don't think it's worth it for me sure I guess and I can get everything I need through my significant other that's fair that's fair so yeah.
1: okay so I think that's it I think that's the podcast yeah this is it yeah. uh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh I've been Noah Arnold and this is Jacob
0: Donald Bitter, signing off oh yeah signing off that's how we do this Ha